0: That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer.
1: I remember my first podcast My name is Aidan And I hope everyone is doing well And welcome to episode 7 A quick shout out and a quick thank you Goes to Abby for her album pick Of Take Care by Drake That themes this week's episode If you haven't gone back and listened to Abby's yet Please do Um, Once you've listened to this one and obviously all the rest of them, uh, all the rest of the episodes are available as well. So please go check those out. Now you may notice a difference with this week's episode and that is because I made a big decision. Um, I decided to invest in a better microphone so the days of me and guests being more or less sat on top of each other or being sat in slightly uncomfortable positions, um, they are now over. This microphone um, leads to better conversation. I think it's a lot more, things are a lot more natural, a lot more comfortable. I feel like there's gonna be better episodes as a result of it. I now have a real a real motivation to, to make more episodes and do more. Um, to produce more, more content and stuff. Um, so if anyone has been listening to these and has enjoyed them and has thought about potentially doing one, please let me know. Text me, message me, DM, whatever. Cause this, this investment kind of feels like a bit of a turning point and sort of, I've got to take this really seriously now. Yeah, hopefully this just leads to bigger and better things. The first guest to reap the benefits of this investment and this more relaxed format um, was Alex Delby. Alex is a, a long term friend we've known each other since we were kids. He's a former work colleague. Uh, he's a housemate. He's been a housemate of mine for the last few years as well. Yes, yeah, so we sat down. We sat down last week. Uh, we chatted about living together, working together, um, some of Alex's the hobbies, passions, and also the changing character he's had over the last few years, which has obviously been to his, which has obviously been to his benefit, um, and of course, part two we covered film, drink, uh, album, and a couple of random bits. Yeah, this was a really, really fun chat, um, and again. Being a bit more relaxed and being able to kind of sit in normal positions and have a conversation was made made this a lot better. So without further ado, I will leave you with the the better sound quality of
0: episode seven. <laughs> Big girls, i get a little taste, out Pushing me away so I give her space, out. Dealing with a heart that I didn't break, I'll be there for you, I would care for you I keep thinking you just don't know, trying to run from that, say you're done with that On your face, girl, it just don't show, when you're ready, just say you're ready When all the baggage just ain't as heavy and the party's over, just don't forget me We'll change the pace and we'll just go slow You won't ever have to worry, you won't ever
1: Just as a warning, just in case anything happens, we have got a game of football on. (laughs) It's on you, obviously. Um, Rangers are playing. uh, So there's any loud, uh, I don't know. Thuds. Loud loud thuds (laughs) or swearing or whatever. Uh, I apologise in advance. Um, So first question is always nice and easy. How are you? Yeah, really good, mate. Can't complain. Life is very good at the moment. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, good. I'm hoping that's not a theme of people asking back, because Abby was the first one to ask it back actually. Yeah, no, I think it's just nice yeah. to ask the host can not think too you can't just be too selfish no. when you come to these things. Um would you say that's how you've been
2: been for a good good while now, I'd say like the last like year or two have like probably been the most enjoyable time for like yeah. myself. Like I'm really enjoying work, enjoying my social side of everything. Like, yeah, life's a really good, family's really good, so can't complain on That's your front
1: um, any recent highlights for you? I know you've had a few uh, little holidays and a few nights out and stuff like that
2: yeah so um, obviously just recently went to Creedfields yep. which was really really fun We thoroughly really, really enjoyed that um, more recently we just did Amy Johnson's like casino night at hers yep. which she's done like about to raise money because she's running a marathon this later on this year but it's like you know what Amy's like. She obviously yeah. sets up to impress, and it was like a roulette table, blackjack, and poker, and it was basically like you—you you paid like twenty pound for a ticket, and you got like a hundred pounds worth of chips, fake chips, yeah. which sort of took away the whole terrifying aspect of gambling, as per se, because it's not like I mean,
1: yeah, pretty pretty harsh for us to arrange a charity you night know, <laughs> and then rob all the mates. So yeah, exactly. A bit- but
2: yeah, it was like really
1: good. Like they, they—they were like.
2: So they explain how to play the games and stuff, which was right. You don't. You don't have to be a. You, you could be a complete. Man. Yeah, you okay. could be a complete novice, and they would like help you help you do it. So, okay. like that was really good fun to do. Um, yeah, I went down the coast to uh, Weymouth a few mm-hmm. months ago, which was really nice. Nice little two day vacation break. Very chilled. Unfortunately, missed all the heat wave weather, but we did have like a nice,
1: nice, yeah. nice, nice weather day down there. So yeah. Been really good, man. Good. Anything um, coming up? I know, obviously, your your house searching mm-hmm. at the minute. Um, yeah. How's all that going?
2: Slow at the moment because it's like most places want someone instantly. Yeah. Like within, especially where I'm looking in Birmingham. But it's like, but there's like, like they keep posting five or six new places every day. So I'm still hopeful. Like it's just finding the right one for for us. Um, got warehouse projects coming up. Which is oh, like yeah, another course. another event in um Manchester.
1: Isn't it? Yeah, it's in Manchester
2: yeah. right in October. Um, going and then further down the line, I'm going to see like Jamie Webster in yeah, Manchester course. in November, which will that'll be really fun. So looking forward to that. And yeah, warehouse projects, obviously, yeah. uh, something I've never done. So I'm quite intrigued to see how that is. Um,
1: I've never done it either, but living in Manchester and hearing about it, I think it is just heavy house and mm. some recreational activities that I won't <laughs> mention on here but we all know what i'm talking about yeah yeah um yes yeah, so we'll get to we we'll get to the main bit um yeah. again as i say with everyone obviously i know how we know each other yeah. um, but how do we know how do we know each other
2: so we've known um, each other for plus 20 years now i'd imagine
1: like we yeah, were like I mean, new down to 24.
2: yeah i think i think that yeah. around that sort of sort of similar similar bracket we used to live literally up the street from where I used to live. Yeah. Yeah. You knew like um ironically you lived on well not ironically, but coincidentally you lived on the same street as my cousins did. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. So I think and then we sort I think we sort of like officially met in like probably like nursery reception, but back in back at Christ back uh, across the king. Yeah I think, reception, I
1: think it man. was very. Um yeah, same assurance Pretty much day one, I think. Um, yeah. I think I remember being friends with you. I don't remember being friends with Sean. Yeah, um, there's quite a lot of,
2: quite a lot. Of, like, yeah. I remember, like, very young going, like, round each of us houses, like, doing, like... Yeah, playing football. Like, playing yeah. football, yeah. different, like, games and stuff like that. Like, that that was from a very, very early age, and then mm. it sort of just progressed from there, like... Yeah. So, very um, similar interests. And yeah. yeah. Similar music styles and stuff simple. like that. So, yeah. simple.
1: Enough, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I as on this I think as Sean, this. Yeah. Obviously, that's a long time to be friends. It's not. I think it's only you and Sean, maybe one, one or two of the people. Mm-hmm. Maybe that have stuck it out. What do you think has been key, key to that? Outside of the obvious that we have worked together. Yeah. Yeah. No. I no. Yeah. I think we just.
2: I think we've got very similar interests. In I've always said this. Like you, you're like a very easy person to talk to, which for. Which we'll probably go on to a bit later, like for me is like a big factor mm. in terms of like, and obviously not to toot your own horn, but you are very funny. So it's like, it's oh, like yeah. that. I think we've done, we've just had very like similar interests, sort of like academically as well, in terms of like mm, similar subjects that we both really enjoyed. So it was like, yeah. it's very easy to bounce back off you in terms of like from a very early age, in terms of just like, like just general social. Yeah. Bracket top, yeah, um,
1: and then obviously there's working together as well, yeah, um, is, yeah. But I do think, um, I remember when I was younger, my dad said to me, Like, you'll lose some of your school friends, and I remember going, No, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> obviously, as get older, you realize, No, he's obviously right because yeah. he's old. Um, I think you're you sort of choose who you want to be around subconsciously. I don't think you have to go pick, I want him, yeah, 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 I think, um, yeah, I think that's just a progression, um. We yeah, as as I've just said, we worked together. Asked to be the same question. Yeah, how was, and this, this isn't me just feeding my no day. no 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 no, no no curious. Yeah. Um, how was, how was that? Well, well, it was like I think
2: we you sort of came on because you I believe if I'm saying this right, you came just been for like um traveling. You came back from traveling. Yeah, no I remember. Sure. And you had no money, and you randomly rocked up at the pub. I think with a couple of the other lads that we knew from school, and you were like, "Can you get me a job?" Yeah. And it was yeah, sort of like, yeah, sound. And then like you started off at Millsies, but then they were on about um, transferring you over to The Oak and stuff. Yeah. And then obviously you came over when I was sort of like supervisor, I believe, or maybe still yeah, like so, to, yeah. something, something along them lines. And then we sort of like realistically picked up from like sort of where we left off when after yeah. the gap yeah, from yeah, uni yeah. and stuff. So it was sort of like you sort of integrated into the group of people that, we, that, I, mm-hmm. that I hung around with from that work and you sort of like work with that dynamic, like obviously you've had a few of them on the podcast already. So it's like, but yeah, working with you is like, because of how long I've known you, it's very easy to sort of like gauge where you are in terms of like how we were. And and, (laughs) I think me and you've had like very different approaches in terms of like how we worked, which sort of like.
1: I mean, yeah, this was one of the questions I wanted to ask, but I think we we didn't clash. No no I wouldn't Obviously say it in no. a bad way, but I think there was definitely times I think you won't you won't fight me on this and <laughs> definitely the more everyone uses the word flappy, yeah, yeah, you were yeah. definitely more flappy than me yeah, and I, I think, think sometimes it meant me going, can fuck down yeah i think
2: I don't know like, i think I have like I try and put it into a a, a phrase of called controlled stress rather than flappy like I try and
1: mm, yeah, but it's not that. <laughs> For my <laughs> point it's not. Yeah, obviously
2: yeah. But I think like yeah, we complemented styles very well in terms of like especially when we were working with like you were able to like sort of like bring me back down to a playing field of like relax, it's not it's not
1: that important. It's not that
2: important, do you know what I mean, rather than <coughs> whereas what I would like probably stress over something that's very yeah. simple. And yeah, then I
1: mean if anything I'm too calm. But yeah, um I think you when can, when, when, when working with someone who's a bit like that, I think I
2: think you need that. Yeah. I think you need that. In senses, like if you get too like, I think I've had it in the past where if you get like too flappy managers to put yeah. that way, like it, it's just, it, it it causes quite a lot of chaos goes, and it's just yeah. it's just too much for everyone. So yeah, I think yeah, like, I don't think we've uh, we we never clashed because like if, yeah. if one of us has done something that the other one disagrees with, you just talk it out. It's like that's the benefit of having that yeah friendship yeah. and mate side of it like you just used to say right okay you did this last night yeah. you did this like yeah we'll do it differently this way Not like, that's been yeah and me. there's
1: some of me and abby touched I think personalities and stuff and being confident who you are and even if even if you are that that flappy person yeah. i think even just admitting that and just, you know yeah exactly you need to there's no point in, there's no
2: yeah there's no point in like, trying to hide no, Hide, hide no. your personality. Cause also, at
1: the same time, as no point forcing so something that you're not. No, definitely not. You're just yeah. going to be uncomfortable.
2: It's a bit fake personalities and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly, and that's, yeah. it's, it's the worst, especially in the industry where yeah, like, yeah. it's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. I caught out on it very quickly. So
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't um, want that. We've also lived together the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, Four now, I believe it <clears> is. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I was thinking, obviously, we're coming to the end of our yep. contracts and. I'm moving back home mm-hmm. and it's kind of got me thinking a lot of our friends haven't actually moved out and done what we've done like not that many of them no when you think about it no 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 Um. so what made you what made you want to move and do this And well I think because we remembering back
2: to it, I think me and you had a, a very like conversation I think it was like about three or four four months after you started like working at the Oak and we were sort of <clears throat> very similar in the sense that we both had obviously been to uni, we were both living back home and it was sort of like getting on top of each, like your family and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. So it was like, and we, I, I, we'd I both experienced living on our own and it's sort of like, or living out from your family. Yeah. And it's just, you don't get that personal space that you you need. And yeah. we were sort of both in that same boat where it's like, I want to live away again. I, I don't want to be. And the the first like, I think it's always good. The first like sort of, step when you move out from your family is to sort of like live with your mate I may be wrong but that's how I viewed it like live with your, yeah. your friends because you can sort of gauge a point of like how you're going to yeah
1: I think I think well that the first house we had I think that was sort of a oh we, God, uh, yeah. <laughs> party yeah, house what's, what's the phrase uh, sort of overcorrected from living with our parents and we just yeah. basically lived there went out. the complete switcheroo like. yeah well, in the words of in the words of Charlie uh, passed house looked like a crack den yeah <laughs> because um, we basically just had parties all the time we never bothered yeah I remember like it.
2: do you remember like the moving in day going like going like crazy to like Argos and all and all those places yeah. going oh we'll buy this we'll buy this we'll buy this we'll buy this yeah. I don't so think we touched I think, I think
1: it was a it was a learning process yeah definitely and um, I hit you with my first hard deeper question okay far away um, now your your family's We've been close yeah you know, mummy sister yeah um obviously moving out was did that make it harder or was it still like a okay i want to go now or was it
2: i think I, I think at that point um it was like sort of an easier decision for me because i'd already i'd, I'd already experienced living away like mm. so I, I can't i wanted to move out obviously it, it, it in any central if you're if, like when you're as like you said as, as close as I am with my family it's sort of like it still doesn't get easier but I think there was like I don't think my mum would mind me saying it but like we were clashing quite heavily in terms of especially the older you get the more I'm very sort of similar in certain aspects to my mum and so it was sort of like we would clash quite a bit and it was just sort of like the relationship that we have now is massively improved on what it was when I was living there yeah so.
1: I mean yeah I and mean, that's partly why I Moved out, um, just to get that separation, make that better relationship. Things, mm. are, things, are the reason why a lot of people do. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that and just you know, life. But,
2: yeah, you, 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 you <laughs> yeah. If anyone's kidding, they want their own space, and it's yeah, like not trying,
1: to, not trying to play out Step Brothers here. Um, <laughs> you know, obviously we made jokes about it. Obviously, your mom is, uh, let's say, caring. <laughs> That's a very, um, very, yeah,
2: very sensitive word. Yeah. So, would you say like
1: your relationship with her has got better since, or is it just sort of? Consistent?
2: Yeah, I think definitely it's got a lot better in terms of like, th- thankfully, in my in my sense of the match, she's more. I think given given the fact that my sister's like an an elderly age now as well, so sort, yeah. sort of similar to your brother, it's sort of like. She's more understanding of of things that happen in later life, like yeah. you you wanting to, you don't have to be at the beck and call every. 10, 15 minutes as it, it as it sometimes was with her like yeah. where are you what are you doing this, 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 doing this. Mm. Like, this. she knows I'm 28 now like I'm yeah. I'm an adult like I can I can take care 30, of I can yeah. to a point I can take care of myself so it's like yeah. so it's it's definitely and we sort of like if anything it's sort of brought us closer together but sort of given me the space that I sort of needed if that yeah. sort of makes sense yeah. you know what I mean rather than yeah. it's brought me and my sister a lot closer as well because mm-hmm. she's sort of got She's sort of understanding now, like, and I think she'd, it should be fair to say she's appreciated of the fact that she, I went through everything with my mum, so now she's got a little bit, a lot easier. <coughs> yeah. I, I would I've, definitely say a lot
1: easier. Um, I don't think, I don't think I'm going to offend you when okay. I say that you've changed quite a bit since you've been at school. No, um, no, no, no. You were <laughs> a lot quieter and <laughs> yeah. frankly a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, a lot small, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, definitely a small, quiet lad at school. Yeah, um, I don't say that as the loud, the loud kid at school or anything like that. No, um, no, no. But someone wants to ask about mm-hmm. um, going to going to uni from school. Yeah. being being a bit quieter, being mm-hmm. a bit more shy. Yeah. Um, how was how was that? How did you see that? Like, sort of cash your mind back.
2: Yeah, I think like for me. I went to uni maybe for a a different reason to most people going, like, I think, because obviously, didn't I didn't finish very, with great grades to finish, like, and sort of, like, I remember back in, like, when we were getting our results and stuff, it was sort of, like, my second um, option rejected me, so I sort of knew I hadn't done great, and it was sort of, like, but in my head, I wanted to go because I wanted to, like, sort of push myself a little bit in terms of, like, my social skills, if that makes like yeah. like a bit of sense, yeah. like in terms of like I was, I I, saw, I thought I came a little bit more out of my shell in sixth form, but, and that was mainly because I started having my growth spurt and all that type of stuff very late on, yeah. but like going to uni, I, I went into that mindset of like, I want to go to one, I want to move away just because I want to put myself in, I think it was like putting myself in the worst case scenario in my head socially to then try and just. See what see what happens. See what happens. Yeah. So sort of like I remember arriving on the first day. I was in like a it was in my shooting halls that you sort of visited, and they like yeah. they were like a prison yeah, yeah. cell. Well, like, pretty. Where <clears throat> but I sort of like was like right. You've got to make the the best. Like after, after my mum and my sister like le- dropped me off and left like left me. It was sort of like right. It's either you got you you're gonna make like one or two choices here. You're either gonna go out meet people, switch away from the the, the bracket that I was in at school, where it was like. You stick to what you know, yeah. Or you're just gonna sit in your room. And you're gonna have the worst three years of your life. So it was like I bought. Mm-hmm. I distinctly remember I went out to the Asda, bought like a 24 Cray of Carlin, which was at that point a nice drink for. Yeah, and I remember just going on to the look. I, I was living in a hall with like I thought I thought it was like mixed halls, but it wasn't. It was just only like little being six lads, and I was sort of like I just remember going on to the doors, like just knocking on every door, and be like, "Do you want to come out for a bit? And then sort of just sort of putting myself in that scenario where it was like, yeah. you're gonna have to talk to these people. You're gonna have to make friends. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna live with them for a year, possibly more. Yeah. Let's start off on the proverbial right foot, if you will. So, so,
1: so going from going from uni to school, it was it was a fresh start. It was a yeah, it was a complete obviously not obviously right forgetting the people obviously where's the no, no no but no no yeah. still sort of personally it's a fresh start. Yeah, it was like I've got a blank slate here. I don't have to worry about what people thought of me before. Yeah, yeah. I can just. No one, yeah, no
2: one yeah, no one knew me, so it was like yeah. we're all in that proverbial, if you will, same boat. Yeah. Why can't I start how I want to go on from this? And like yeah. just change that dynamic and then it's yeah. Much. And obviously growing a little bit helped and yeah, my voice yeah. finally breaking at the age of eighteen. That that <laughs> that definitely fucking helped. So yeah, that type of stuff yeah. was
1: Um Well flash forward a few years. Yeah. Um so I remember when I started working with you, um, there must have been a gap between So I remember just sort of working with you and going, Who the, fu- who the fuck is this guy? Like <laughs> bossing people around and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so obviously, <laughs> you were in a supervisor role, mm-hmm. uh, managing people, dealing with problems, confronting people as well yeah. when people have had too much or whatever. How, how did you get to that point? So, was uni a big role in that, or was it just the environment you were in, or was it.
2: I think uni had a massive part to play in it in terms of like when I was like obviously I've spoken about living with living with the six lads like it was sort of like you had to be loud enough to get your point across and like I was living like brummy lads like <coughs> and boys and then like a few lads from up north so yeah, it was yeah. like there was clashes of personalities and stuff and then doing like I remember this because obviously with history you'll probably know yourself like at some, some point you did have to do like presentations and in, in yeah. front of like a lecture hall of like 100 150 students so it was yeah. sort of like that sort of broke down a little bit of my social anxiety if, if you will like in terms of like sort of forced forced me into like pushing yeah. myself and then like when i then went to the pub like i remember i was working like I for, as, as i started it was sort of like lo and behold reverted a little bit back to like that quiet Lad, because it was a, obviously it was, a bit, it was a whole different factor. I'd never worked in a pub, but I worked at a nightclub, but as just as a glass collector, so we weren't you weren't really talked to. And then like going on to a bar, like barman level, it was a bit like. Oh, and then like, oh, I remember my first, first trial shift. Well, first actual shift at the oak was Godiva weekend, so it was like yeah. slap bang here we yeah. go. Like and that was pre pre COVID when it was like the oak would turn over quite a bit, quite a lot yeah. of people in there. And I was sort of like, and there was loads of these other like, loads of who are people who I class now as like well, really really good mates. But like it was very daunting walking into yeah. a very like for me like because quite shy, a very girl orientated environment as well. So it was sort of like yeah. it was quite nerve wracking in terms of like, but there was a but like they're all like they were all very like welcoming. Like within like the first two days, I think I, a very key point. And I think you spoke about as well. is, like that social side of it stayed for staff drinks it was really yeah, yeah. that sort of broke that down and then I was mentored by a couple of like Chris who you know, yeah. he yeah. sort of like got me into the point where it's like you're your own like personality like mm-hmm. you, you do this you do this like if people don't like it and coincidentally fuck them yeah. like, I think
1: yeah I mean me and Miley touched on it I think us all yeah. being roughly the same age oh that like, helped massive, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean for me as well for you obviously it's just everyone yeah. So even when, like you say, Chris obviously teaching you stuff and yeah. it's not coming... I think when they're the same age, it's almost coming from a different angle, I think. Yeah, and it's not very... It's not, like, author, authoritarian. It's more like
2: your mate being, like, right, that you can do this this way. Do yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, rather than, like, do this this way and otherwise you're, you're yeah. doing it wrong. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Yeah. And the the group we had, the very core group when, back then, was, like, very jokey, very, like... Everything was sort of like a, a joke to everyone. Like you take the piss out of literally everything, so it was like Mm. doing certain things didn't seem like a chore. It seemed fun or like 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 that. And then yeah, the like the the confrontation is is always daunting in any aspects. I still think like dealing with.
1: I think yeah, I think that fits nicely. So you have moments like that. I mean, I obviously from working with you, you had, you had more than your fair share of confrontation. (laughs) Like I. Yeah, I've run shifts for years, and I barely get anything. Yeah, you seem to get it all. And lucky is a word in probably... those in those moments mm-hmm. or other moments like that. Are you? Are there, a, are there doubts? Yeah, at the very
2: start, like I would always like question myself if I was doing it right, or like if I, if there was a better way of doing it. Which obviously, mm. but then I got into this point because like, as soon as you do that, you sort of like invite the conversation back. If you go in with a point of like, what I'm saying is correct, and it's very sort of in 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 those situations, especially at a pub, you're sober. The other person is more than likely in that in that scenario drunk. Yeah. yeah. You know you are right. You can, as long as you're confident with it, you can deal with it to a to a certain extent. It doesn't take. Yeah. There's always going to be a fear factor with like, especially some of the stuff that I've had to deal with. There's always a bit like, oh. If this goes wrong, what am I going to do? But yeah. I feel like you always have enough people to back you up. Like I'll yeah. give it to you as well. Like that was like you, Sunny, Ginge, Ben, George, having those like other people like like Emma, yeah, everyone to a point, and like when like Romana and Miles all got together, yeah. you've got that core group of people that will back you up. Yeah, because you're backing basically your staff in, in most in most of the scenarios that it, that it is. You've yeah. got that, like barrier, if if you will, like to yeah. to just to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to go for this now.
1: Yeah, yeah. That sort of makes sense. I think that that kind of sums up what I want to highlight with this with this section is the fact you've gone from this little timid, little timid, yeah, doormouse of a, um, lad to someone that's you know, uh, I would say confronted people because makes it sound wrong, but <laughs> being able to deal with confrontation. Yeah. Um and obviously as your mate who's known you for a long time, mm. there's points that are very fair fucking play, by like just for for that progression. Yeah. Obviously not for that moment as well, but not just for that moment. Yeah, yeah, but no, just no. for that progression. And yeah. yeah, so so you moved on from the oak miles yeah. what, five minutes, six six, months, six, six months, months now yeah Um you've got more responsibilities, you're more of a System manager yeah more sort of working outside of natural pulling parts yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. Um how's that been
2: good really like good but like challenging at the same also forward. can I say yeah, since yeah. you've
1: left every five every five minutes I get asked how are you doing yeah and I'm going to record this just give it out <laughs> yeah yeah um, I remember so, so yeah how, how are you doing yeah
2: good man yeah like <laughs> it's, it's it's a it's a big it was a big shock to the system I think like Especially because I went into because obviously we work we work in independent. You go into a a corp a big corporate company, it's like wow. There's a lot and like there's a lot of backing. There's a lot of funding. There's a lot of like a hell of a lot more responsibility in terms of like what you're controlling staff levels as well is something that I've never like never seen in terms of numbers. But it was like sort of like reignited like a little bit like okay this is now more of a job rather than like like the whole concept of the battle, like pulling points you know what I mean so it's yeah, like more of a career more of a yeah. career like aspect um stressful like in terms of like you know what my personality is like it was a, with the magnitude of where I am as well in mm-hmm. in Sutton it's like big money like quite popular we were turning like weeks we turn over like 62 60 62 to 68k a week which is godly numbers for, for someone like like who's only experienced like mid 20 to 30k to mm-hmm. a point so yeah it was like it was a big big shock but I enjoy, I'm really enjoying it like in terms of like it was what I sort of needed I think it was like how can I can't put it like it was, it was the right time to do it I think for me
1: also moving on from there it's not, it's not something new everyone yeah. even though even, everyone in our group has moved on mm-hmm. at some point a lot of people um, have said how good it is or what they learned from that Obviously, you yeah, know, it's it's not a perfect job at the airport. No, it's not a perfect job anywhere. But um, how much how much has that helped you get to where you are now? Because I've heard a lot of people talk about what it's, what it's actually given them, and you realise that once you've gone, yeah, it's <laughs> it's
2: it's quite like it's, I can understand to a point. Like I think like Abby mentioned it on the other podcast. Like why people do go back there mm. because you, it's. The core group of like people that you have, like that have taught, like one, like people get that give me basically a career choice to, to some extent. Like, I went from not having an absolute clue what I was going to do in my life when I left uni to like, okay, I can make this into a career, and it's that's just based on the people that I've worked with and and have shown me stuff since when I started the year like, twenty fifteen. So yeah, and then you go to you go to like you you develop like skills like you said like you see like being able to like put my point across like deal with confrontation um like and like transferable skills like manage i'm I'm a firm believer in terms of like management skills that i've learned there are very transferable into any stretch of the imagination at all like in any job that, that that like they're so transferable so it's like it's been it was a very difficult, for for me, obviously, you know how long I worked, I was, I was there for six years, it was very difficult to say goodbye, in a sense, to, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, a core <clears throat> core group of people and, like, a, a job that I'd loved for six years. Yeah. I just think it was, like, I needed to test myself again, I was getting to that point where I was getting too comfortable, do you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Than like,
1: that's good, that's a that's really good It's really mentality to have. Uh <laughs> Uh, so Rangers are three 0 down. So, <laughs> so you um, that quite well. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, obviously you mentioned saying goodbye. Um, yeah. I think you had a good, probably the better leaving pies. I think. I mean, yeah, it was Paddy's day, and I was half cut by the time I got there. But yeah, no, yeah, definitely one of the better leaving pies. Yeah, nice. yeah, it was kind
2: of like a, a weird mix from like old stuff to new stuff. Yeah, so it was yeah. like it was a nice like dynamic that we had, and then we ended up going peas and stuff and getting absolutely completely yeah, leveled so yeah it was a, talk about that but, yeah, yeah I was going to say you had
1: a, yeah, a, a yeah, worse yeah. <laughs> cut that yeah uh, <laughs> um, so I I wanted to touch on a few things that I've described as passions yeah, yeah. obviously we touched on you going to at the start mm-hmm. you've been to a few festivals in the last few years yeah quite a few yeah um, what is it about them what is it about them that you enjoy Was
2: I think, like, at a festival, it's sort of, like, it's very an interesting, like, dynamic in terms of, for, it, for me, it feels like so many gigs are all wrapped into this one environment, and it's, like, <clears throat> if you get the right festival, it's, like, a lot of your favourite people there at a similar time, and and at festival, because they, they spread it over, like, three or four days, they still do, like, full sets, so it's really good to do, and then they, the environment of, like, camping, I think you get, like, especially if you pitch up in the right spot you just meet new people as well and sort of like sort of similar to what I touched on like when I was talking about like union stuff it's I try and keep myself pushed in that environment of like trying to make new friends and like not like condense myself to just the people that I know yeah and you, and a, a festival generally speaking everyone sort of has a very similar taste in music so it's, it's not yeah. like everyone's there for the same reason the same enjoyment like for, like for Creamfield's love house music etc like so everyone's like talking about that and you get chatting and chatting away and like and then you just have like end up having like we went with five people and you end up having a group of like eight or nine just because yeah you all enjoy the similar similar styles and stuff so yeah that's suppose, what was attractive I suppose I think
1: of being in sort of in your own world I guess yeah for three four five days
2: yeah you can com- you completely yeah. shut off as well like yeah. in terms of like especially well cream, you get absolute no signal. So it's like yeah. to a point where you just like, you're with that group of people, you enjoy yourself, you drive you drink, etc. And it's just like, that's the that's the environment you're in. So it's like, it's yeah. just so much fun and hence why I love them. I've been to quite a lot of them.
1: So you've been to a few of the last few years. Yeah. Um, I've asked you to do a quick top 3
2: Mm-hmm. I won't do it in like any particular order, but I think like Ultra Europe 2019, I think I went with Dan. That was sort of like, because it's it, it's a diff it was a different cat like ball game in terms of like a festival. It was like it's in different countries. So it was in Croatia and, and it was in Split. Um, that was for a full week of camping, but it was sort of like camping on a beach, so it was a different dynamic in terms of like forty degree heat, and it was like absolute. But you still had you'd wake up and to cure your hangover, you could just literally walk like where we were camped. You walk like two, two minutes, and you want you're in the sea. So it was mm-hmm. like that dynamic. And for me that festival always sit like be up there because Swedish House came back after like ten ten or eleven height ten or eleven years hiatus. Yeah. Arguably they are my favourite DJ collective, so that was a really cool one to see for for mm-hmm. myself and like and that that, should, that that dynamic. Um A Rogue One and it's the it's the one that you came with me to, was V Fest twenty eleven.
1: Fucking hell, how do you remember that?
2: Just <laughs> purely because like, I think I've just got the line-up for me will uh, never, yeah. never be touched in terms of an actual...
1: So, yeah, my, my theory on that, we we went before it... Well, it's not a thing anymore, is it? No, no, yeah. DV's done now, I think. I um, think yeah, Reading got, and Leeds are sort got, of trying
2: to take that dynamic now.
1: It got quite shit after that. I mean, obviously, it's a yeah. personal opinion, but I think it went...
2: We peaked. Yeah, cause I mean, theory, I, I went yeah.
1: 2010, 2011... And it was like Kings of the United Monkeys. Yeah. Um
2: The year we went was
1: Someone else. Arctic, M&M,
2: Arctics, Eminem. Arctics, yeah. Eminem, Rihanna, Plan B when he was big, I me mean, B disappeared off the face of the earth. But like for me, seeing Arctics and Eminem was yeah. like unreal. That was unlike that was like I think that the the one thing for that festival was what well, sort of like when Arctics were like still doing like their earlier albums live if that makes sense yeah. like they've sort of started to bring it back this year but like in terms of like set list wise like they do like they finish they closed on When the Sun Goes Down which I mean like really early early old school album uh,
1: yeah so your last one
2: Uh this year Cream Cream yeah. Feels 2022 um, it was like the, they, they dubbed it as the, it was the 25th anniversary so it was yeah. like the lineup was incredible in terms of like DJs um another one of the favorite of mine hardwell who's um who had been out for eight years not done a uk festival for nine i believe it was and he he was headlining the sunday and that was like unbelievable um i think the group of people that i went with as well was really really fun it was like quite a, there was a lot of lot of laughs in terms yeah of, like,
1: i mean i i don't Care for the music at all? But mm. um, yeah, it was a good group that you went with. Yeah, it was
2: really it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like definitely camping. Obviously, I drove us up and trying to fit everything in my Peugeot added to a little bit of like a, a yeah <laughs> a twist yeah. to it. But yeah, it was it was an amazing festival. Like and yeah, Dad, I'd, I'd, I'd already I'd already we've already like joked into well we've not joked but we took seriously considering doing it again next year that type of level.
1: Almost thirty then.
2: <laughs> yeah that is the weird, that is the yeah. that is the point but uh, but uh, I think there was like there was a couple of DJs there that have been around for like eight. Like, obviously you don't you probably won't know but like Carl Cox and uh, Fatboy Slim they've been the age range of cream is yeah. for, for that type of music is, yeah. is quite diverse yeah
1: but yeah um, Move on to the last last thing mm-hmm. um, obviously you're a football fan yeah. um, you've been a Liverpool fan yep yeah. obviously you've been a Card fan as well us yeah not- that's obvious. Yeah. Um, you've been a Liverpool fan for most of your life. Mm-hmm. No, obviously you're not from Liverpool. No. If that hasn't come across by now. I was say, yeah. Um, Distinctive accent. Yeah. Um, why Liverpool? Why? Why?
2: <laughs> I think growing up is like, from very early on, like obviously when I started playing football, like you when you, st- when you play, you start to tend to pick like, idols or like people that you model your game on if it, as, as you get further on but like really from going up I, I idolized like michael owen like he was my first like footballer that i like honed in on i think my very first game ironically to go to was Cov versus liverpool back when they were playing at highfield road and particularly remember the scoreline it was 2-1 liverpool and gary McAllister scored twice very ironic name and it was for liverpool but like i think watch watching him play and how he because I, I used to play striker as a kid as well yeah. so and I was sort of similar obviously a lot smaller but like sort of similar like style of play very quick yeah poacher if you will so like that sort of led me to Liverpool my auntie's quite a big Liverpool fan as well and yeah. she was she'd always like talk to me about the games and stuff and then further on like my, my absolute hero is obviously Stephen Gerrard like yeah. we all know that in our group like idolised the man so it was sort of like, yeah. Liverpool just became, the team that I followed, quite quite heavily. Like I've I've been to a few few games. I obviously do want to go to a lot more, especially now that they're like, arguably Both one teams. of yeah. arguably one of the best two teams in mm. in Europe. So it's like it's, it's it's one of them. I've just always had that affiliation with them. I can and it's like, they get, I I find. I found always watching them like and very entertaining that like their style of play is very something that you can catch on to a lot more yeah, now so than probably what it was back through some of the years when they had Jay Spear yeah. and then Joe Shelby yeah, playing the really. midfield <laughs> but, like yeah, yes. yeah. And I think it was sort of like one of them one, one of the teams I just stuck with. I didn't like I've always been a Liverpool fan. So it's sort of like that's mm. that's my association as with
0: well. yeah. them. Big girls, I'll get a little taste out. Pushing me away so I give her space out. Dealing with a heart that I didn't break. I'll be there for you, I would care for you. I keep thinking you just don't know. Trying to run from that, say you're done with that. On your face, girl, it just don't show. When you're ready, just say you're ready. When all the baggage just ain't as heavy and the party's over, just don't forget me. We'll change the pace and we'll just go slow. You won't ever have to worry. You won't ever have to hide.
1: Yeah, so, into the second part. Yep. Um, everyone should have figured by now what the second part is, just in case. Yep. Um I'll get everyone to pick a film, drink, um, an album. Um, just of their choosing, doesn't have to be all time. Yep. No, there's no gimmick to this. Um, so, we'll get straight to it. Where do you want to start? I
2: will go with the album. Happy yep. to do with the
1: album. Yep. Yeah, so. Okay
2: a um, little bit rogue for me well not for me because he, we, it's I, your choice so. yeah it's my choice um, <laughs> I talked about him in one of the festivals as well but mine would be Eminem and it's the mm. Eminem show quite a lot of like I certainly I remember I think that was one of the first albums I was bought on my own without my mum sort of knowing because you know what my mum was like <laughs> as a kid like anything profound language should we say was like yeah. um, or difference of opinions in different topics like was like a no-go but for me it was like i loved how he was in terms of like his lyricism everything that he does in terms of like how his ability to to rhyme everything and come up with like story like, like this album had like quite a lot like, little skits in it as well so his skits would link different songs and he was just a funny jokey persona of rap uh,
1: what tracks were on that so yeah.
2: you've got like, Till I Collapse, Cleaning Out My Closet, uh, Without Me, yeah, yeah, Superman, that yeah, type of out. Okay. So it was like, there was hard hitting tracks, like Cleaning Out My Closet was one of the ones that was like, a weird one for me, because it sort of like, hit home, sort of different bits to do with personal life, but then mm-hmm. you've got Without Me, and which was just a complete Mick,
1: about well, piss take. basically. It was just like, but the way yeah. he does... Interesting anecdote, the first time I swore was after I was singing that song. I got, really? Uh, yeah. Bloody and I'm coming downstairs and screaming wanker or something like that. <laughs> um just yeah. singing the song and I got showered up. Yeah, so, and it's like I had like uh, Thanks Eminem.
2: Yeah, I know, yeah, he was uh, but yeah, that was yeah. like that that was like I think that def- like, that was definitely my first like per album I purchased myself as well. So that yeah. was quite quite yeah. poignant for me.
1: Uh, what's next?
2: Uh the film. So, as you probably know, I'm very, like, comic book, Marvel, superhero, DC orientated. But, for me, my film would be The Dark Knight. Yeah, good choice. Purely because I think it's genuinely one of the best films I think I've ever seen in terms of, like, everything over the board, like, screenplay, actors. Like, I genuinely believe Heath Ledger's portrayal as the Joker was... If was in, in terms of like the superhero universe films, like he was definitely by far the best villain that's ever portrayed, put, done a role. I'd argue in just end in just general film, he's mm. he's the best portrayal of a villain, like in terms of like what he did for that role, how he went out as an as, as an actor and, and did that, and the the twist on like cause I remember like Jack Nicholson was like the the Joker first way way back in like the nineties, yeah, and like that was like perceived as the jokey jokey form of it where like he went into like the sick sadistic twisted criminal that he was so yeah, yeah. that was really cool to see and I don't think anyone will ever I think I, I like the new Batman but I don't think anyone ever, will ever top Christian Bale for me in terms of like I know,
1: it's um, the only one I've ever watched it's anyone yeah. I'll ever bother watching probably
2: yeah and I think I, I mean the only thing that annoys me with that movie I feel like that would have been the perfect one to end it with rather than I'd enjoyed the last yeah. one but I think that so it, was sort you going to happen though, yeah so. you, you, do want, you do more than one film yeah. you're always going to get but yeah um, that's definitely for me I'll
1: we'll cap off with a with a drink.
2: uh drink personal favourite of mine Guinness I think mm-hmm. it's like it's been a staple staple drink I've, I didn't necessarily start off with it but I think like again it revert yeah. back to the oak I started drinking it at staff drinks there and it's sort of like I mean you constantly yeah. drink it a lot so it's like yeah. it's been there um I think if you get the right point of it as well, it's the I don't think there's one better yeah. and I'm not i I'm not a lie at the moment I'm obsessed with that challenge of trying to get it in the line, so it's like Yeah, I had a real phase of that. Um, I'd try to take photos when, I'm, when I want to get it. Yeah. So it's like that yeah, yeah. Guinness for me.
1: Yeah, fair. So now was the always fun Unplanned section. Yeah. Um I've changed this a little bit now. Because basically Ooh. it's been a nightmare. Yeah. Picking numbers and getting the right questions and stuff. So I've changed okay. Change the site, and, and the site, up. um, and the site just generates questions randomly. So okay. I'm gonna hit, nice change. So i was going to hit generate, or whatever. Okay. Ooh. Uh, oh. God, that doesn't. Sound uh, no, I'm going to give this one. Okay. Um, if you could relive yeah. one moment in your life, which would it be? Graduation. Really. Yeah, I really like.
2: For, I think it was, for me, it was like proving that I could do it getting a degree, like I was the first one in my side of the family to, to get a degree, so yeah, yeah, graduation, then like, it was like the, the point of like, I've done this, and I've actually come out with a really good grade, mm. so yeah, that's that, for me, that's that's, that's that.
1: Right, second click. Okay. Okay. Um, What did you do as a teenager that makes you cringe now?
2: Oh God. Well, yeah, Um, I think the amount of time I spent on my Xbox.
1: Is that different now? <laughs> well, <laughs> do you want another go?
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. actually, yeah. Oh um, well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I think it was definitely my like, p- like obsession with comic books. Like, I was just like. Anything that came, like not even like couple, like you know, like sticker books, anything like, and like any mm-hmm. magazine that would come out in the in you know like like like, like a like, local off license like you have to buy it. like yeah, if i see an advert on it on the TV yeah. it'd be like I have to for some movies that I didn't even like no like James Bond I had the James Bond collection for like I don't know how long and it was just yeah. like the most pointless thing I ever did like I don't know why I had that obsession but yeah that was probably a very cringy thing that I look back, look back on and be like why the fuck did I, yeah. did I do that
1: uh, so to finish this off yeah. Um, again, as everyone should know by now, um, I'd like to play out on the song that was uh, number one on the week in the week you were born. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just give everyone that date.
2: Twenty eighth of May, nineteen ninety four.
1: I've already googled this, funny. and I know. you're uh, Yeah, we already so know what it is. The day, it's it? really funny. Um, so number one. Um, feel free to go check it if you think I'm making this up because (laughs) he's not believe me I've checked it multiple times this is quite weird oh Um, so number one uh, on the week of the 28th of May 1994 was come on you Reds by the Manchester United football squad obviously we referenced Liverpool earlier yeah so um, painful that's that's a great way to end painful Um, Alex thank you very much for doing this thank you for having me mate